Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for hitting that play button for another episode of the Hetty Coleman podcast, where I sit down with fabulous people so they can share their story so that you can learn from it, be inspired by it, and connect. And today I sit down with Stephanie Montalongo. However, before I jump into that, I just want to share a little bit of what I did today. For those of you who are uh, listening on podcast audio, you will not be able to see this, but I went and got red socks because I'm giving away a pair of red socks every month. So if you don't follow me, uh, go and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Hetty Coleman. Instagram is actually Hetty.Coleman, but Hetty Coleman, search Hetty Coleman, you should be able to find me. But I went and got some red socks uh, for our winner, and I need to mail these off tomorrow, which is Tuesday. Also, uh, I went by my friend's uh, store, Blue 7. Uh, Caleb Arter, he and his wonderful wife own Blue 7, and they have a fabulous team that is here, uh, that is in Oklahoma City. So, but uh, I went by there, and there was uh, a couple there with one of my friends named Kuhn Vega. Kuhn is a uh, designer, and he had been working with this couple, and it was an older couple, but they put, they wrote this book, and they were giving out uh, like these bookmarks, uh, some stickers. Uh, and so I'm going to have them on my podcast. And again, if you listen on audio, you can't see it. I'm sorry for doing this, but, um, so anyway, I'm really, uh, excited about potentially having them on the podcast so that I can interview them and they can share their story so you can learn from it, be inspired by it and connect because I enjoy having go win conversations with fabulous people. And then also, I just want to remind you all, for those of you watching on You Matter, I just had, I just showed them. If so, if you want to see this, if you're listening on audio, you can't see it, go to uh, YouTube, search Hetty Coleman, and you'll be able to see that. You'll see the red socks and these cool stickers and bookmarkers uh, that I got from the older couple. I shouldn't say the older couple, but they got a really fresh logo and everything. Uh, Kung Vega did a really good job of designing their stuff so anyway we're gonna jump right into this uh going conversation that i have with stephanie who is a photographer uh i met stephanie just from greeting at events in the oklahoma city metro area and uh, i just really have found her to be a super cool uh, lady, and I thought, man, I want to get her on the podcast. I want her. I want her to share her story, and uh, I think that for some of you all out there who are just starting out as a photographer, uh, I think you all can learn from one another. And uh, I, I'm deeply appreciative of Stephanie's story and her journey and how she's just jumping out there. Uh, let's jump into this. Yeah. What's up, Stephanie? How are you doing today? I'm good. You? I am good. Hey, I'm so glad you joined uh, me today all the way in Guthrie, America. So this is your first time here in Guthrie, America? Yeah, this is my first time in Guthrie, America. It was, I was like, I've always wondered where it was because I always see people go to Hoboken. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. 
Now, a lot of photographers come to, uh, to Guthrie and go walk around and take pictures because of the buildings and everything. So I don't know if you have to rush out after this. You definitely yeah. should go get you, no, yeah. get, you, get you a couple of snapshots. And it's a great uh, – I'll try to walk everywhere. Yeah. So it's a great little downtown to walk. I live about two blocks from here, and so uh, I try to walk everywhere. So, But we'll jump right into this. If you would, give me your 120-second uh, story is what I like to ask people to do. All right, my 122nd story. Um, okay, so I was born in Durango, Mexico. I moved to Oklahoma. Maybe I was one year, nine months around that time. Uh, and then now I am 21. I freelance photography, film. Um, and yeah, that's probably shorter than 120 seconds, but I don't no, know. No, no, exactly. no. You, you don't have to. It doesn't have to be 120 <laughs> seconds. Just so f- photography and film. Yeah. Which one do you lean towards the most and which one do you enjoy the most and why? So I really love video film the most. Um, that's what I want to dedicate like long term. That's what I see me myself doing the most um, this film work. But which ones do I like the most? video but like right now whenever i do a lot of video work i miss photography like right now i'm really itching to take some pictures in sunset um so but whenever i do a lot of photography work i miss filming so it's okay you know yeah yeah so do you do that full-time is that like your full-time gig yeah i'm able to do it full-time yeah what is the most challenging thing about trying to do that full-time consistency or just yeah I would say consistency um on you like on you like you doing the work um and trying to find you you don't have no stability really or at least I don't (laughs) you know I just started at least I know I know some freelancers out there that might have some sort of stability but how do you how do you how do they get stability like is it a retainer fee like they may so let's say that they work for Hetty and I pay them a thousand bucks a month and they just do all my photography how do you grow to a place to where it's like i have some stability in my income retainers are really good i have a friend who told me um that i need to get retainers so anybody want to give me retainers (laughs) um but no retainers those Uh are that's that was that was my goal this year to get a retainer thank you for reminding me no yeah i was like i need a retainer Um, yeah and i feel like i have a retainer in some sense with some businesses in exchange but um but yeah, you just have to really work a lot or put yourself in those spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, or like even if you're not working and you want to go film something um, for your own, for your own, for fun. But yeah. I don't like to call it for fun anymore. It's like really like for me to be like investing, like let's say like the JB yeah. food ones. Like I like doing that. That's like work that I can bring back to like actual um potential clients potential clients um food wise i just yeah so are you in the food yeah i'm in the food or is it just so happened that's just the event that he does no yeah i'm in the food and aside from just helping um, with jb and stuff i'll do content for um businesses but no yeah i i'm in the food and having fun with making um content for food but not like i'm not like the like your food photographer like yeah you know, you know, dwelling table. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm not him. I'm not yeah. Brandon. <laughs> I'm not Brandon. Um, no, but I have fun with, you know. Yeah. 
So, so kind of going back to when you were a kid, right? Um, was there a time in your life that in early you knew that you wanted to be, uh, work behind a camera? Like when did that come about for you? Or now first tell me, what did you, what was it that you wanted to do when you were a kid? Like when I'm an adult, I want to be what? Okay. Whenever I was a kid, I was wanted, um, I, I was really into playing like video games and I just really wanted to be a professional race, race car driver. Um, that and or DJing my uncle he would come to the family parties with his DJ set and oh yeah I was like let me get behind there you yeah. know <laughs> um and then um I really really always took into I really I really always wanted to be a photographer okay or filmmaker was there somebody in your life that was a photographer like what who was there somebody like man that's super cool or you just have always been drawn to pitch photos no yeah I think I've always been drawn to that like at You'll never see me in family pictures or videos when we were younger because I was the one. Okay. I was the one uh-huh. filming them, you know? Uh-huh. So I I think I was in 11th grade in high school, and it was just, like, getting serious. Like, all right, what am I going to do after high school? Like, college doesn't really interest me or what I want to do. Like, I know college isn't going to take me, or I know I can get those connections or whatever, um, like, I wanted to do film and photography. I'm like, I don't need to go to, I don't think I need a, I know what I want to do, and, like, college does not have that for me. I know they have some programs, but, um, so I told my mom in 11th grade, I want to do film, this and that, but that was still the goal, like, go to college, but she was just like, why don't you get, like, a, like a job, like, or why don't you go be a lawyer or doctor and so, something like that, and I was just really, really sad, because she was like, make yeah. make that a, a hobby like what you want to do and i was just like that really hurt but like later like here i am yeah good thing i didn't listen to her she so, tells me that <laughs> did she tell you that yeah. now she's yeah. like i'm glad you didn't listen to yeah. me so what what have you done like when you're in 11th grade till now and you didn't go to school so mm-hmm. you didn't get any formal training what what would you say to somebody out there right now they may want to become the same thing mm-hmm. and what would you say, hey, do this consistently in order to, to get to a place to where you're at now? Okay, so I, did, I didn't go to college necessarily. Put, oh, you want me yeah, to put turn, it closer? No, not closer. Just turn it towards you. Yeah. Oh, like okay, that. sorry. Yes, yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, I didn't necessarily go to college, but right after high school, I, w- I didn't have gigs or anything, so I had to do something. Um, so I went to tech school. For oh, video okay. production. Oh, okay. Yeah, for video production. Francis Soto, have you heard of Francis yeah, Soto? Yeah, uh-huh. Um, they were a sister program with... I think that's what it calls this program with PC West. Okay. Oh, I don't want to say what high school I went to <laughs> with um, the high school I went to. So I was just like, um, I was just like, Oh, it's free. Let me see what programs they have. And they had broadcast and film. And what caught my eye in that was the film part, not the broadcast. It's uh-huh. like still video, like, but it's like a newsroom kind of thing. Yep. Um, and it was fun. It was more, that class was leaning, leaning more towards broadcast. Um, so there was times like I didn't really want to be there. I was just like, I'm ready to like, I don't have to be here. Like this isn't whatever. But I still finished the program. And even while I was in that program, I got my own camera. Well, my okay. mom got me my camera. And, so was this your first camera? Yeah, this was my first camera. Oh. There was school cameras that they let us borrow. Yeah. But like. But this was yours. This was mine. <laughs> what, what what was it? Uh, Canon 70D. Oh wow! Yeah, that's legit. Yeah, mom went all out. Yeah, she one of her friends was selling it, and 
I really wanted one and I wanted a different one that was a newer model but it wasn't better than the 70D mm-hmm. and I was really pushing for the T7i or T6i the rebel yep and i'll just just like oh my friend is selling me this one i'm just like no the new one but i'm glad i didn't go with the other no, one yeah. 70d was yeah <laughs> it was meant to be honestly yeah. like yeah do you still have it yes i still have it that's I still have cool 70D. that is so cool yeah. um and so you went to tech school for a little bit mm-hmm. what are some other things that you feel like has helped you kind of cultivate and grow your craft asking my friends if they wanted to go out and shoot mm. um after that, after I started posting them online, um, people like right away, like, hey, how much do you charge? And I was like, you're going to pay me? Uh, <laughs> you're going to pay me? Yeah. Um, and just really going out, practicing. Um, even even though I went to school and they taught me, I read a book like that tells me what shutter speed, what frame rate, this and that is. And I passed the test. I still, even when I went outside with my camera, when I actually got my camera, I didn't know what so-and-so was. And it really took me like maybe a year to really figure out, even aside from school, to figure yeah. out more things and learn. Now, do you more shoot things. manual or? No, I shoot manual. Yeah. Um, in school, at Francis Tuttle, Mr. Salim, he he stressed that out. Um, at the beginning of courses like here, like we do everything manual, like nothing auto. I was just like, what have I been doing? And there's actually like I I learned what auto manual, uh-huh. what the camera was, and I was just like. There's no way. How am I going to learn how to do this manually? Like, that means I have to inc- control this entire thing. And I was pretty, like, I was like, I'm not going to make it through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, all of that, that took me, like, over, like, a year or more than a year to learn. Um, I can, like, tell, simplify or teach it to somebody else in, like, five minutes. And I'm just like, oh, I couldn't, I didn't have somebody like that. <laughs> you know, I wish I, somebody taught me this. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So you said that you would gather your friends and mm-hmm. just say, hey, let me let me take you out and shoot you. Yeah. Wait, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> no, 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 it does not sound right. I always, I, I know, I always say, I'm going to go shoot a wedding. And yeah. I'm just like, it's yeah. probably not right. Let me say. take you out and shoot you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you would take them out and over time, you. so would you take it back home after you take the pictures and, and play with it and kind of look through the photos? And then also, do you do all your own editing? No, yeah. Um, even even when people started hitting me up um, for paid um, little gigs, um, I would uh, I would edit it on my phone. I didn't have a computer or okay. a laptop yeah. or uh-huh. anything. I would. What did you use? I would use Visco. And oh, okay, yeah. I would like edit. I wouldn't try to make it seem not too Visco ish because you don't like, or just to make it seem like the most natural. Like if it was if I was using Lightroom, you know. Um, so I would edit them on Visco. Like that's I didn't have a laptop or anything, so uh-huh. I had to get on my phone, um, transfer the transfer the files, and then send them to my phone. I think I think with Sony you can do that, or I don't know how I transferred them. It was probably that I could probably yeah, transfer 70, them from yeah, my you phone. You probably use the Canon app, huh? Mm-hmm. I would think, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that's what I. And then I would edit them but like this was this wasn't just like any like friends this this had to be friends like you had to you have to have like a good time like that they they didn't mind the camera um because i didn't really get too posy whenever i was out there um practicing we would just have fun take a picture here and there just kind of action shots yeah, yeah. action shot action mm-hmm. shots and portraits yeah stuff like that 
That is yeah. so cool. Yeah, so whenever I was in college, I took a class. I wanted to be a photographer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I took one, cl- like a dark room class. So you, at this time, uh, showing you how to produce your own film and all mm-hmm. that that kind of stuff. But uh, the key was to do it over and over again, mm-hmm. right? And the more that you did it, the more you become familiar with not only just your camera, but angles, uh, utilizing daylight versus uh, using natural lights versus studio lights mm-hmm. and all that. The more you do it, the, the better you get at. The hard part for me was then coming, bringing it back to like Photoshop and things like that. I just didn't have the eye for color correction mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, for you, how how have you? Uh, were you just kind of natural at seeing the uh, color correction kind of stuff, or has that come over time? I think it has come over time. Um, at first. Whenever I would edit them on my phone, I wouldn't get the full potential that you would get off editing um, on, in a laptop. Yeah. So whenever I did get a laptop and I got Lightroom, I was just like, oh, my preset, my Visco preset isn't on here. Like, you know, like, <laughs> where, where are the colors? Uh, um, but I figured it out. And like, even now, looking back at my older stuff, I can see like, I didn't really know a lot about how a lot of my like older pictures really look green tintish because i didn't like mm. but now i really like look at that i can notice it um and just by looking at my wife's the same i'm like i don't even see what you're talking about no yeah and i just try to keep it as natural as possible i'm not really into like some people will ask me like you use photoshop to edit this and i'm like uh, i mean sure whenever i like really need to but aside from that um with my photos i just when it comes to sessions or events like I'll just edit the color and if there's like a big really bad slip up like something bad on their teeth then then even then sometimes I don't even have to use Photoshop I can fix it in Lightroom but I do use I don't do the editing yeah editing like so you primarily use Lightroom yeah yeah. primarily use Lightroom so I've seen you out uh Photoshopping I'm Photoshopping (laughs) taking photos at events so are you more of an event photographer versus well, a people photographer, like, what What are the difference? Which one do you enjoy most doing? I think I think they're kind of the same, except that events, it's not me telling people what to do. It's just me capturing them in their element. And even then, I try to keep it like that when I take people out into sessions. Yeah. But I really, I enjoy both because I don't like telling people how to pose, this and that. Uh-huh. Um, events 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 are really cool like you know that's how we met that's yeah, how i saw yeah, you, you just, yeah. you know, um <laughs> now was it a, a jb event or creative mornings which what did we i think meet it first? was a creative mornings event uh-huh. and then i saw you at a jb and i was like why is here too wait <laughs> was it at jb i forgot where but i think the first jb event that i saw you at was at stitch because i was just like there's somebody else here. Like, he's over here filming with his oh. phone. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I think it was Stitch. Yeah, you did. Because you thought Stitch. I was there to ph- photog- be the photographer for the event. Yeah. I was like, no, I just have my own for myself. No, yeah, I was like, I haven't seen him before. Like, uh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Um, so, but, so that's what I see you at doing the events and stuff. I think event photography is fun because of yeah. what you said. Like, and not, not that I'm a, an event photographer, but just watching you all do the work and just capturing. Because yeah. you're telling the story. Like, I don't know the story until I see your photos, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm in the midst of the, the event. But once I see your photos posted and things like I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. Now I see the story of, 
in, in the community impact of something like uh, JB mm-hmm. likes food, you mm-hmm. know, like you don't really see it until you see the photographers. And that's the reason I think I always want, so I used to host these events called We Tell Stories. Mm-hmm. And the main thing that I always wanted there was a photographer. Because it was the photographer that really sold the event for me. Yeah. Like, people start seeing the photos and things like that. They're like, oh, I want to I wanna be there. And then when people see themselves in yeah. the photos, they start sharing it. Like, the photographer is almost like the heartbeat for me. Yeah. Or a, a great, um, somebody who can capture video well. Mm-hmm. Like, those two things. Like, if there's two things that I want at my event, it's going to be those yeah. those two things. They're expensive though. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all the times it'd be like, everybody pull out your phones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. No, yeah. But a photographer, which rightly so, like I think mm-hmm. you should be paid for your craft and, and paid well. So, mm-hmm. um, so you, you talked about 2020 being a year for you to get a retainer. Yeah. That's one of your goals. Now, are you a goal setter? And, and if yes. so, what are some other things that you've set for yourself in 2020? Oh, in 2020? Um, or retainer. just in general. In general? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got some... Um, I would say I've been very goal-oriented. Um, okay. I would say recently I've been... I've, I've gotten too comfortable, kind of. Um, but I was very... When I first started, whenever I was in school, free um, freelancing a little bit, it was just like little $40 here and there for a session. It wasn't really... Um, but I was like, all right, if... If I save like what twenty dollars from each session, then I can buy this microphone to start making like video because I couldn't do video without. I wasn't gonna do video without some sort of quality mic. Yeah. I, um. At least not with sound. I'll put a song over over it. Um. So it's just all right. Just take money from each little session, ten dollars here and there, until I save up for this hundred dollar road mic. Um, and even with the simplest things like your business cards, little 18-year-old, well, not little, but the 18-year-old me, 19-year-old me was like, are you not going to give myself some business cards? Um, uh-huh. I can't get the flappy ones. Like, I really care about quality. Uh, <laughs> let me save up an extra $20 to get the $40, to get the, to the, get the, to yeah. get the little hardish um, uh-huh. cards. Um, and it's always been like that with um, equipment. Like, it's just, I've always, like, set the, set that goal. And even um, personally, um like like losing weight or this and that i've been very goal oriented and i'm trying to get back to that because i feel like i haven't or i just ran out of goals yeah and i just chilled for a second but now i'm back you bet trying to get to the state of mind of all right this is my next goal Uh this is what else i'm gonna invest in and stuff like that now on, on instagram talking about losing weight you had a journey there of of losing weight. What what was that? Um, yeah, I I used to be. I think it was. I think I started two years ago. Two years ago, um, I was just like, well, my entire life I've always been like overweight, and I was just like, I was starting to like, freelancing was starting to become an actual thing, and I had to meet people and. Even health-wise, I just wanted to be the best that I could be. Or for my baby brother, um, being able to take him to the park and run with him. Because I would just be there chilling. Like, you go run. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm too uh-huh. tired. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just wanted to really start taking care um, of myself. Um, so I was just like, all right. To my brother, I was like, Hiro, 
2019 is the year like even though i started the process or started going to crossfit in 2018 that was just like the start you know i'm not gonna lose everything um in the year or be where i want to be in the first year but i was like 2019 is the year like i want to i want to be like the best that i can be especially after studying like i would look up other people and see like what they do like to be successful mm-hmm. or stuff like that i'm just like like looking good or taking care of myself like wouldn't hurt like it like it's when things have been better like things i don't know like they should like it's i feel like it was meant for me to like lose weight or make this big transition um in in this time you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah, yeah yeah no i i i really know what you mean i think because when you start taking care of yourself in that way you just build confidence mm-hmm. like what are some things that you have noticed since you have began to live a healthier life um even though like even this, I wouldn't even, even I wouldn't even be doing this, you know. Uh, like before, yeah, I wouldn't be. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? Just putting myself out there. Um, I, I would, I, I would say I wasn't as confident as yeah. I am now. Um, and even then, I still get a little bit. Like whenever I shoot an event or creative mornings, I'm just like. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not, I swear I was confident, but I am not confident. I have to go and like, like move around. A lot of people take pictures and I'm just there like mentally preparing. Um, but I would say confidence has definitely been like the yeah, biggest. for sure. For the sure. biggest. Now, how'd you get connected with Creative Mornings? Creative Mornings? Um, I don't know, like, like 18, like I'm telling you right after high school, like I just been always been in love with like OKC. Like I always, I, I've seen it grow a lot. Um. And while everybody else was saying, I'm ready to leave, okay, see this. And I'm just like, I don't really have that option. So, like, let me look into what I can get involved in. Um, and Creative Mornings was, I think it was, I was just Googling. And I think it was Visit OKC or events, something like that, that shows you what's going on. Um, and I always just saw it, but I never went because it was a Friday morning. And I'm just like, I don't have, who's going to go with me? Like, I don't know any of these people. Like, I'm just... I like I don't know like you know yeah um, and then I finally went to one as I started getting connected more like with people and started meeting new people and they're like oh I'm gonna go like you want to go I'm just like oh you're gonna be there like okay like I can go I can finally go like you know yeah. I know somebody who's gonna go even though I'm a big advocate for go do this and that alone because I've gotten through I've gotten a lot doing that myself but creative mornings was a whole different thing and it's really cool creative mornings is yeah yeah and the one that i shot where i saw you at red 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 rooster Rooster, yeah that one was um my friend jordan do you know jordan mobley is i know jordan mobley yeah she was gonna shoot that one but she got sick she's she usually she's she has shot a lot of them yeah yeah Yeah, she's just like oh so she invited you to come do it since oh that's cool yeah jordan's really cool she's she's done that a lot with other events too Uh yeah yeah no creative mornings has been really great so i don't know if you know tina uh, the lady who started Creative, so Creative Mornings is a global event, mm-hmm. and so uh, Tina, she lives in Brooklyn, but she also has a great blog uh, called Swiss Miss. Okay. Uh, she has a, a co-working space called Friends Work Here. This is in Brooklyn, and so mm-hmm. I've just been a, I've been following her for years, and I've always wanted to do a I wanted to start Creative Mornings, mm-hmm. and uh, but Guthrie was too small, and yeah. I didn't want to travel back and forth and really uh, make that happen in Oklahoma City, and so. My friend Hannah uh, decided to take it on, and I don't even know if she knew 
that I, w- I wanted to do do that mm-hmm. at some day. Hey, some she point. stole your idea. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but uh, so it, yeah, so I'm, I'm so I was grateful that she did it, and uh, and I've been able to be a part of it ever since uh, they they started them. So, but great community, get to meet people, get to meet people like yourself, and, yes. and really connect with folks. Uh, so. Wait, wait. You, so that's been you've been doing that since it started. The uh-huh. have handshakes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. I feel like I would have known you way before if I would have uh-huh. gone to. Okay, <laughs> I was just like all of a sudden, like I see. Eddie. No, yeah, yeah. I've been around for a while. Okay. And so uh, we tell stories. We used to do it at Java Days right there by where Camps Nineteen Ten mm-hmm. is. We did that for years, and so mm-hmm. that's how I know JV. It's from uh, an event called We Tell Stories. And I don't know if you know, like, Sean Johnson and Marcus Cadence and all of those people. Do you no, know them? No, but uh, I know um, Like, JB's always talking about you, like, I want Hedy. If Hedy's not going to be, I don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> Hedy has to be the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so, so anyway, that's how it's through We Tell Stories. Vernon, you know Vernon Dees? No, no, you don't know any is of that these that, people? Is that OKC? OKC? Yeah, OKC. Yeah, Vernon um, Dees. You don't I'm know really, Root Fly? Like, Oh yeah, I was gonna wear one of their hoodies today. I have a green, I have a green. Uh, yeah, so that's Ver- Vernon. Oh okay, yes. okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes, okay. yes. So she's like, is that okay? So yeah, all these people are in Oklahoma. Okay, City. no, yeah, I, I, I don't know the owner personally or of Group Lion, but I've always, cool. I, I, I like Group Lion. They actually like made nice, cool, yeah, local. Yeah, we gotta get you out wear. more. Huh? We gotta get you out more. I know, right? I yeah. feel like I already, but I didn't know his. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. cool. So tell me about the first ever film you put together. The first ever. Film. What was it about? Even if it was sixty uh, sixty second film or whatever, the first video you actually edited and put it all together. What was it about? When were, when was it? I think. Oh, that's so funny that you say that. Uh, it, it could be like the most like random yeah, the whatever most ra- video. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going through my YouTube page yesterday, my personal one, um, and the first video on there was the Harlem Shake. You know, the 2013? No. <laughs> the, the Harlem Shake. Shake. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what is your, what, what's your YouTube? Is it your name? Steph Montalongo. Yeah, the personal one, Steph Montalongo. Um, Wait, Steph Mon- Montalongo. M-O-N-T-E. Wait, Steph. I feel like I am I not subscribed to you. Mont- like it's all the way at the bottom and Montalong. Yeah. I can't spell M O N T O M O N T E T E L O N G O N G O. Yeah, it was a hard oh, yeah, shake, and that was with the phone. <laughs> uh, oh, this the first one was with a phone. Yeah, it was Way with the go. phone. But it was it's still like terrible quality, and the music's not in sync. But I was just like. I really always wanted to do this, you know, and I can definitely look back into that video and be like, I've always, you know. Uh-huh. Where is this at? Is um, this at your school? Yeah, at the high school that I went to. Okay. Yes, you was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at the history. Oh. Uh, so you edited, like, it went from the guy to them all doing yeah, it at once. Yeah, and it was, like, just a quick jump cut edit. Like, it was nothing special because I just saw that in other videos. Like, after, like, the main, you know, where people go crazy yeah. with the Harlem. Is, what was it called? The Harlem Shake? Yeah, Harlem Shake. Yeah. Um, that was Valentine's Day. Yeah. Wow, it's about to be seven years. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's about to be no, seven yeah. years. That's, That's crazy. Cool. No, yeah. And so I see some other stuff on here. Uh, keep families together. Saturday in Dallas. Yeah, those are mostly um from that 
channel, those are oh, sorry. Um, those are oh, mostly yeah. like um, for fun, like me videos. And uh -huh. then have another channel that. Oh, what's your other channel? Um, but even then, even then, the other channel doesn't have like the content that I, you know, well, I I'm working on my website. What um, is it? Stefan Solongo. It's the same, but just put R A P H Y. Stef Montalongraphy. Uh, you say R. A P H Y, by my name, by the last name. Mm -hmm. Those are so, like weddings. Uh, M O N T E L O N G O. N G R A P H Y. Yeah, it's not popping up. Let me see. Is it Stef Montalongraphy? Here, let me see. You may need this to, to be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. For those of you all who are listening, we're trying to find her uh, YouTube page. So she's actually typing it. Now, if you're watching on video, you can see this, but she's typing it in. So uh, because I'm just trying to make sure that I subscribe to her and be able to encourage her to continue to, to create and do work and do work. Oh, there it is. Yeah, that I'm not really big. I'm working on my website, so I don't have to. You know, it's just things that I made whenever I was younger that I don't feel like represent me anymore. Uh -huh. <laughs> so do you like doing, I see a lot of weddings on here. Mm -hmm. Do you like doing weddings and engagement stuff? Yes, I do. And I feel like that's where a lot of like filmmakers kind of start yeah. with the weddings. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, I really do like, I, I really like, I'm telling you the truth. I love wedding days. I love filming them. I like making things look cinematic. Um and stuff like that but like long term wise like weddings isn't like what I want to do yeah. you know I don't want to stick and stay in that forever and, but I love weddings hey like I love weddings I really do there's I get to, I feel like I'm a part of the family um, yeah yeah and yeah I, I love weddings that's good um, so 10 years from now what does it look like for you like if, if it was the ideal situation what, what what does it look like for you 10 years from now I'm making documentaries okay. on things that like matter and that I stand for kind of thing, okay. you know, Yeah. documentaries. That's, that's just, I've always, I just like documentaries. That's what I see myself really wanting to do yeah. in 10 years. Or that's what I picture myself doing at least. How do filmmakers make money off documentaries? No. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> documentaries is essentially you just going out. I, I, do they raise money for it? Um, do you I, raise money? It's like somebody who, so let's say that you're doing a documentary on HIV mm -hmm. and you would get organizations, individuals that want to advocate for that no, to yeah. tell that story. Recently, I found out that people can actually apply for grants for filmmaking. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so I think that's a lot of the thing that some people apply for when they make their own independent kind of thing. Like with me, like as much as I would love to create those on like my own and get the funding for that, I wouldn't mind me just being the DP. Like right now, like I'll go in and do like, let's say video work for, for... Who have I worked with recently? Okay, let's just say, okay, policy. Like, I go in there. I'm the DP. I'm the one filming, editing, doing this and that. I would like to be part of where, like, I'm the one just, like, filming, you know? Mm -hmm. Team like that. So I don't have to figure out the other logistic yeah. parts. Of, I just want to be there filming um, with the team. Because 
I, I don't know why it's so much better with the team. I always thought it could always just be me by myself. No. And at first I did like, I was just like, I don't need nobody else. Yeah. But it's so much cooler when yeah. you, there's somebody else who knows how to do this and that, like yeah. sound. Um, so yeah. I just like to be the DP um, filming, not worried about like, I mean, editing too, I like editing, but not really worried about that. Uh-huh. Maybe, yeah. Do you like editing? Yeah, I really. What's your go-to? Premiere, Final um, Cut? Final Cut. I really wanted to learn Premiere, but when we were in school at Friends of Soto, they were like, no, everybody's using Final Cut Pro right now. And I'm just uh, like, are you sure? Because sure. I, I see everybody else using Premiere Pro, and I wanted, like, they're using Premiere Pro. Yeah. Final Cut Pro, like, I feel like even before I went to that class, I, it's a pretty, for me at least, it was a pretty common sense, like, oh, just drag this and that. And Premiere Pro, I open it, and I'm just like... Where do I start? Uh-huh. <laughs> Why don't you teach me Premiere Pro instead? Yeah. So Final Cut Pro gets the job done, or at least what I need to do. So yeah. I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. Some people look at me like Final Cut. What? Yeah, that's what I use. Yeah, Final Cut. I use Final Cut, even though I'm not a professional. Final Cut. But is... Final Cut's where I'm at because Final Cut is just, it. I feel like it's easier. So mm-hmm. whenever I was researching it, I had Premiere for a little while and I was adjusting and learning it, but I wanted something fast. Mm-hmm. Like in Final Cut, it just seemed. Like what people were saying, it allows for you to move faster than Premiere does. And I just want yeah, yeah. super simple edits and cuts and things like that. Yeah. And so, uh, but right now I use LumaFusion quite a bit too. Mm. Have you used LumaFusion? No, the only other editing softwares I've heard about recently. Um, Resolve? Resolve and Avinci or oh, something yeah, like yeah, that. Oh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. um, yeah. But I haven't heard of Luma. Yeah, LumaFusion. So it's only on the iPhone and iPad. Okay. And so it's really... It's really nice. It's fast. I mm-hmm. tip, actually sometimes what happens is I will down. I will do my edits in Final Cut Pro, mm-hmm. then I will airdrop it into my iPad mm-hmm. and and put it into my LumaFusion, and then that's how I upload it to YouTube because it just seems no, quicker. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it seems quicker whenever I upload it from the iPad than it takes forever to upload. Mm-hmm. To YouTube from my laptop, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is ridiculous. No, no, I'm a big fan of your entire work. Like people saw how invested you were. No, yeah, like that's really cool. People, even when they ask me, like, what can I, what do you use for editing? How can I edit? I'm just like, dude, use iMovie. Yeah. You don't, why why are you so caught up in like the fanciness of what Premiere Pro, like, Uh you know what I use? I use iMovie on steroids. (laughs) Like Final Cut Pro just has a little bit more than iMovie. Yeah. Um, But I always suggest, like, I'll go like best iPhone editing app like you don't need a laptop or uh-huh. I, like yeah I've always been a big advocate for use what you can yeah um, because I was with the 70D and I was making good content good content like with the 70D um or even like give me your phone your iPhone 11 or even with my iPhone 8 um and I can go make something cool and you can too like you yeah. just have to be creative with it you have to be creative you have to be able to tell a great story yeah and I've seen some amazing people I've seen some people do some amazing things with, mm-hmm. like, uh, nothing. You know, like, yeah. you did that with what? You know, yeah, and that's yeah. when you know it's just kind of the having the right eye to mm-hmm. be able to see things. Edits helps with that. Like, if you know how to mm-hmm. edit well. Uh, but, man, you don't need a whole bunch of fancy stuff yeah, you to, don't. to do the work. I think some of that is just the way that the world has us. You know, mm-hmm. like, it tells us that we need this. And it's like, oh, I got to help. Uh, you yeah. know, like, these mics, though. Like makes it so much easier, yeah, yeah, like yeah. to have good quality sound. Mm-hmm. Like this is one of the few things I'd be like, no, nah, maybe those mics do no, make yeah. a difference, but everything else, 
Like I'm seriously going to all phones. No, oh, yeah. And so I'm just using my old phones to do the, my videos because cameras are big. Like I'm not gonna carry that around. Mm-hmm. I always have my phone with me, mm-hmm. you know. And so and now with Luma Fusion, I can edit from my phone and do all that stuff. And so it's just fun. No, yeah. I just try to do my do my best. So, um, so one one of the things that I I really want people to be able to 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 know about you is kind of like where can people find you? What do you typically get hired for? Um, people can find me, my Instagram. I wish I had a website, but my Instagram is Steph Montalongo. Um, I guess the other social medias are fine, but Instagram is where I'll put my like work. Um, and what I typically, typically do, I do like events, um, portraits. Uh, I work with organizations to tell stories, whatever campaign they're working on. It can be health, immigration, um, education because those are things that I just like really like and want to push more stories for mm-hmm. out um, but yeah that's a lot of the work that I do it's definitely long ago what, um, what are you doing to get the word out about the work that you do like are you just using social media what have you found to, to be uh, allow for you to have the most success as far as gaining more clients is it social media word of mouth what are you doing? At first, I would say it was social media, but now, um, yeah, it was really social media at first, and I was very like, I don't need a website, but now, um, I feel like recently, it's really just the word of mouth, the people, um, like, I am, I don't think I'd, I am nothing without the people who have put my name out there um, for so-and-so client or gig, but it's really the word of mouth, because without the people, like, I wouldn't be... <laughs> where I am honestly yeah. it's really the word of mouth and and just really putting myself in spaces um like let's say th- there was this one gig I, I as you saw on my personal YouTube it was a keep families together like rally I just went through with my camera film content and then um after that what do you know I'm doing teacher walkout content for them and just more similar stuff to that um because yeah that's I forgot cool. what the question was. Just <laughs> no, but yeah, just fall. being yeah, just being in those um, in spaces and but genuinely wanting to be in them because if you go somewhere and like you just meet that kind of people and those like the kind of work that you're gonna get mm. or like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've always been like very intentional like with the spaces that I'm in and the kind of work that I want to focus on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So now, so earlier this morning, and I never had done this before, but. I had the person pull out their phone and, and tell me what apps are on your, your home screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what apps are on my phone screen? What what apps do you have on your home screen? Tell me some of your apps that you that you're using right now. Some of the apps that I'm using. Right Wait, now? go ahead and just stay. You don't have to just oh, okay. tell me. Yeah, yeah. So um, you can keep having the mic in front so of you. So you have the basic social media apps. So what is that? Instagram, Twitter. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and then like the Google Docs calendar. Okay. Drive, uh-huh. You know, Snapchat. Oh, then, are you still snapping? Yeah, but you know what I found out recently? Like <laughs> recently I was at like this breakout conference. Um and I would I don't normally ask people for their snap or social media when I first meet them, but anyways, there was somebody I was like snapping, they're like, Oh, you Snapchat? And most of the people there were like a little bit like just not old, old, but they were just like in their 30s. I'm just like, oh, it makes sense. Like people don't use Snapchat. And Wait. I don't really use it like crazy, but uh-huh. that's more of like my personal social media. Like what I post on there, I'm not going to post on Instagram. It's just more like 
my life kind of based content like instagram is just like yeah i feel like snapchat has lost some of his momentum yeah you know there's not uh, yeah. but they for a minute that i mean they were booming no, but yeah. i'd have to ask my kids if they're still using it. i don't know if they're i feel still, like they are yeah, i feel like still mom, yeah. yeah and then i have um huji you know what huji is no what's huji it's like uh here i'm gonna take one of you right now i only take rare moment pictures huji's like this like disposable camera oh um, okay. and it like here i'm gonna take one of you right here and it's gonna like process it like if it was a film camera like it just makes a little oh effects. yeah yeah who who whose app is that who made um, that app i don't know okay but but huji i was like people like make the cool little uh-huh. old effect and then i have like my drone apps or the ronin um dji go for hover air map the ronin those are all drone apps um, one of them was a stabilizer, but no, one of them is like the main app that I use for the jump, and the other ones are like um, to look at the area to see if I'm able to fly or where I'm allowed to fly. Oh, okay. And then, you know, the email and then the cash apps, Venmos, Lyft, Uber, Limes, Chase. Man. Um, so cash app is money. Cash app is what? What? Are you serious? So what have you heard of Venmo? Venmo. I have heard of Venmo, but Venmo is weird to me. No, like, Cash App I... is weird to me. You know, <laughs> Cash App asks you for like half the fee of the fee for like right away, like asking for the entire the entire money. And Venmo asks you for like ten percent, like twenty five cents or okay. But there's Zelle. You know what Zelle no, is? No, I haven't heard of Zelle. Zelle. Do they have a Chase? No, I don't have Chase. Oh, it's just or maybe other. Zelle just like sends it right into your account. You don't need to. Um, oh, it doesn't hold it. Yeah, you don't need to hold it. But that's like more like. But I love Venmo. Like, I used to be very. Adv- I used to be huge advocate for cash. I'm, I'm like Venmo. Like, what are you talking about? And then no, Venmo has made my life easier. Like, stop using Cash App and PayPal. <laughs> Give Venmo. Look at this. Give Venmo. Um, uh, I'm gonna have to look at the Zelle. Yeah, and then I have um, Airbnb, Nike Run. It's. I rarely use it. Um, and then elevate. Elevate. Oh, is that a photography app? No, it's uh, I was like, since I don't really have, since I didn't go like to college or anything, I still want to keep my brain going. And oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my my little brother does that. Does yeah. it like track how many days? Like every day, it gives you a mind twisting kind of. Yeah, it has like um, they're like games, but like kind of like educational like it like let's say instead of throwing a ball or whatever like you're throwing a word or number yeah so i just like to because i because I, I like to read but i don't really to just keep me going yeah. but i'm just like sometimes reading is too much so i just like let me find something funnier um, yeah. and fu- something funner and elevate kept popping up on the ads they know everything they know <laughs> they're like you know i'm hungry you see taco bell right there you didn't even say it <laughs> and they just read your mind <laughs> so elevate i'm like how do you know i want to like you know that's fun that. fun fun you got any uh upcoming events upcoming events no, no not that i like my life is really random like you know that like creative mornings like the more yes the day the night before Jordan was like hey he can go shoot so it's really like I never know what I'm gonna do until like probably like the week before or yeah yeah cool. do I have any big events um are you gonna shoot uh the JB uh, likes food awards oh yeah that that's something I, oh yeah go buy your tickets yeah go buy your tickets go get your tickets, get your tickets. Uh, what what uh what is that February the twenty fifth it's on the 25th, Tuesday night Tuesday it's night. Gonna be, at the Tower Theater. At the Tower Theater. Yeah. Um, 
but you're photo- you're gonna be the photographer. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be the host. Yeah, we're gonna be there. We're yeah, we're, we're the team. Yeah, so come on out. No, yeah, JB was like, uh, Hedy has to. I'm telling you, he's always like Hedy, Hedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, JB yeah. likes food and yeah. Good, good, good. Well, thank you for coming and hanging out with me mm-hmm. and uh, talking photography and life and sharing your story. Uh, I wish you the best and uh, hopefully you maybe you'll get hey somebody hire. She, she's looking for a retainer in 2020. I so. am. Hey, I want, I want your lights, though. So. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'm just like, Hedy has a really good setup. <laughs> no, those yeah. lights are really... People ask about that. So I'm like, that, those are... I think they're like 40 bucks. Really? Yeah. Amazon. I'll find the link and send it to you. Yeah. I can go through my history and uh, send it to you. Yeah. It's inexpensive. It's not, it's not that much. So anyway, thank you again. I appreciate mm-hmm. you. And ladies and gentlemen... I deeply appreciate you hitting that play button uh, for another episode of the Hetty Coleman podcast. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, as always, go win.